Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on, everybody? My name is Conor Lawler. Welcome to the week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character, as we do every single week. We talk to the good points, their bad points, just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? It's lovely and sunny outside, but here we are, podcasting indoors. Once again, one of only Ireland's possibly four days of sunny year... We are stuck indoors. So, you're welcome, listeners. I hope you're listening to this outside on a beach. (laughs) This is only funnier to me because I know who we're doing, and then that means I know what we've wasted our Sunday on. Sorry, you say... What you're saying there, Connor, mm. it's like talking about one comic book character every single week, talking their good points, bad points, a little bit about them and their powers. You're saying that's a bad thing to do? I wouldn't say it's a bad thing to do. I would say it depends on if we've all wasted our own time. Have I wasted my time looking up this character? Because I tried. As last week, you did Dr. Bog, who, to me, might be the best and worst character we've ever done. That's the line I walk. I really tried to counteract that because I have a bit of, I would say, a reputation with only you for these Hero Zeros going long. Because I get too into yes. the character, I get excited, I get, I go start reading comic books from the fifties. It's not, it's not happening this week. Not happening. It's, it's surface level only. <laughs> we're going name, and then we're going on the go home. That's what we're doing. Right? <laughs> okay, I love it. Let's let's see how this goes. <laughs> this is all a lie. <laughs> so this week, I'm doing a character who was around the time of maybe the Black Condor, Sean. Because oh. every time I looked and for any information on this character, the next nef- the next reference was people who like this character also liked the Black Condor. So we are here. With a character called the Red Bee, Sean. The the Red Bee. The Red Bee, yes. All the powers of a bee? 
and all the colours of a raid. Well, he's a superhero of the golden age. So his first appearance so was, in hit com- <laughs> <laughs> was in Hit Comics number one in July of 1940. He was created by Audrey Bloom. Right, so the Red Bee obviously comes from an earlier time in the development of the whole superhero genre when, you know, superheroes were just basically lads who were good at punching who had, like, a slight advantage over the villains. So it was just, they're good at punching, but they also have this really minor thing that also helps them, in a way. They have a gun. They've got a bigger gun. I can't think of a third one. a scarf. (laughs) A scarf. Oh, fuck, scarf man's here. Um, But the Red Bee, he's a bit different because... I won't tell you exactly what his power is. I know his name's the Red Bee. You can make of that what you will. But he is also amazing at fighting. He uses the powerful right fist. He uses great courage. He uses intelligence, cunning, and toughness. And he just barely gets out of every battle in life. He's he's basically peak human condition. Okay. Mm. So, but is he in a big bee costume? No. Uh, oh. Worse. Oh. <laughs> A small bee costume. He's the size of so, a bee. Yes, no. So, the Batman, obviously, is... He's basically the most famous of this age that we're just... It's just a guy who's good at punching. Um, he's one of the only ones that are still around. Also, also on, like, Marvel, you have Black Widow. There's Rorschach, who's in Watchmen. It's all just, you're good at punching. And you don't have any other powers. Well... It's hard to suppress, really, just the feeling that this is terrible when reading the Red Bees Avengers because he, at the same time, he was preceded by the great, the Green Hornet and the Blue Beetle. So there is precedence for Bug and then Hero. Yeah, and you know specifically color and then <laughs> type of insect. Yeah, basically, it was it was bulletproof. You had the Green Hornet, you had the Blue Beetle. Nothing could go wrong. So, obviously you've got the red bee. Just throw shit at the wall, see what sticks. Um, Regardless, the character is immortalised as much for its absurdity as it is for having been featured on the cover of Hit Comics number 1, 5 and 7. Which, when you find out what this character's about, kind of lets you know why was he on the cover of anything. Um, Okay. So now we're going to get into the character himself. Richard Rayleigh. Uh, the youth of Richard Rayleigh remains largely unknown. At some point, he became an as- the assistant to the district attorney, uh, the district attorney of Superior City, Tom Darrow. Now, right. he has that job, but he gets tired. He gets tired of criminals evading yeah. punishment due to technicalities oh and the slow God. tediousness of the justice system, Sean. The, the justice system is the real villain, is what you're yeah. saying. Even though he works in the justice system. In quite a well-paying job, I imagine, in the 40s. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, true story. Uh, But he decides he can do better. So he became masked crime fighter, the Red Bee. His outfit, a red... I really want you to try and imagine this. Okay. Red and yellow striped tights. Okay? Oh, okay. Red tank top. Tank top? And pink see-through chiffon sleeves. What? (laughs) <laughs> Why are they see-through? Because that's the power of a bee. Like that's, so he can show that's off style. his muscles. 
he showed off his muscles for the punching. Now, most of the pictures I found involved the Red B using his hands and feet to beat the bad guys. They were all just the stills I could find. And he was pretty adept at hand-to-hand combat. But he had another power. Something far greater. And much oh. more terrifying than mere physical strength, Sean. A, a sting that would also kill him. Bees. The man could trade and control bees to do his bidding. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Oh, such a limited use power, but it's so specific. (laughs) His fighting prowess made him capable enough to take on various foes. So in a fight, he's pretty well matched as it is. But when the fight started going maybe to the opposition side, his secret weapon came out. And his secret weapon was Michael. A trained bee who was kept safely in a compartment on Rick's belt. He just stored a bee in his belt? Just stored a bee in his belt. It then became multiple bees. He had many bees in his belt, but Michael was his favourite. Could he talk to... Could he, like, communicate with Michael? Or was no. it... No. Okay. <laughs> no. So how do you know Michael was cool with this? Whatever logic you're thinking of, no. It's just no. It wasn't explained. Somehow... Somehow. Excellent. Yeah. I love it. Who, unlike normal bees, Michael is able to sting without dying over and over again. Right? Okay. Allowing him the ability to annoy and inflict pain upon the enemies of the red bee repeatedly. How strong are the enemies of the red bee? Because I feel if Thanos got a bee sting, for example, mm. wouldn't really stop him. It wouldn't, but it would be annoying. So imagine you're getting punched in the face, but on the side you're also getting stung. Like, that's going to distract you. I suppose it is, actually. And then if you yeah. are just a regular human, and, like, I'm sure there's a certain number of bee stings that will kill you. But if if you're in any fight, you're in a small room, right? You, you turn up, and it's just you and the red bee, you're facing off. A bee is then released. You have to avoid two enemies at once. He could flank you. Easy. How vicious is Michael? Oh, I mean, he's bloodthirsty. He like, wants to kill. Would he go for the him. eyes? Oh, <laughs> eyes or dick? They're the only two ways oh. he goes. God, he's he's a straightforward <laughs> kind of a bee. <laughs> I don't know how vicious Michael is. It's the golden age, Sean. Somehow, that, there's no levels. It's just however strong he needs to be. That makes a lot of sense. Mm. I, I mean, but I can't imagine this being on the front of a comic. Because I'm thinking three like times. poof. Poofy, poofy sleeves is what I'm thinking. If you want to look them up, you can. You can have your one Google to just get an image of the right. I, I think it's worthy to... Mm. People on the Instagram will get this when I post it anyway, so it'll be fine. That's Oh my God, it's worse than I thought. Wait, there's oh something... yeah, it's worse. Okay, I've got the comic book cover and it's just like a mess of red and blue. Yes. And yellow, of course, from his tights. Does... What do you think of his sleeves? I think they are real stylish. They seem unnecessary. Like, I think that would look a lot cooler. Like, bare... Bare-armed, we'll say. Is there any way to make that look cool? I mean, make it a different design, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, maybe just be a different person. Just generally. Um, don't be a red bee. Don't be a red bee. So, as the red bee, Sean, Richard still worked under the district attorney. The district attorney unintentionally aided Richard, giving him the fresh scoop on the latest crimes and the perpetrators involved. So, he'd hear about it. He'd be like, oh, what crime are you investigating? Boom, I'm going to suit up. 
he tears off his clothes, I can only assume, and he has the lovely sleeves and the stripy pads and the red tank top, and then he goes out with business. He looks more like a like a jokery kind of like henchman, yes, rather he than does. a superhero all of his own. Oh come on now, he's the bread bee. Have some fucking respect. I will. I will respect the man who's the assistant <laughs> to the district attorney. Yeah, for his his high paying job, fair play. Is that, yeah, which he then funnels into the most weak sauce costume I've ever seen. <laughs> the Red V would battle such villains as Boss Storm, Dr. Mara, Kalak and Rugi, a pair of swordsmen, and various ah. Nazi villains. Many of those here villains you've never heard of, and that's because they are also shit. So, I've, <laughs> I've heard of the Nazis. <laughs> Yeah, to be clear, I think that one stuck around. I think everybody else was kind of written out in, you know, Infinity Crisis. But the Nazis, I think they stuck around. (laughs) Nazis, always present in DC Comics. (laughs) Um, The Red Bee created and made use of all... Also made use of a device he called the Altogator. Which, an Altogator is basically just a big, massive fuck-off sprig that he made. Which allowed Richard to propel (sighs) himself into the air and scale buildings... What if he miscalculates that, even the no, smallest... I... Wait, you, wait, wait. Uh, w- I, have, I haven't written an equipment how high that spring can go, and it's even funnier. So, <laughs> the, the character never became very popular, Sean, would you believe? I can't imagine... But it seemed like they were pit, like they were hanging a lot off of him. They put him on the front of the first comic. Yeah, no, he was going to be their big guy. Sure, Batman was doing well. So, I mean, they need another guy who is good at punching. Yeah, and this was when Batman was also shit as well. Yeah. So, the character, as I said, never became very popular. And he would remain largely forgotten until 1983. A full 43 years after his debut. Okay, so... The, someone who read uh, read B comics as a kid was just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this guy back. I'm going to make him cool and edgy now. Oh yeah, when he made a comeback with DC's alternate universe team, All-Star Squadron. Now, I don't really want to get into too much detail about All-Star Squadron, but it was basically a group of like established DC superheroes, but they were from an alternate dimension, but they were all stuck in the 1940s fighting World War II against the Nazis. Um, it was... It was basically an idea to give the DC writers a way to write stories about World War II superheroes without having to worry about screwing up the main comic book universe. That's interesting. That's an interesting... Like, instead of just... You know... So so the current... You know, in the 80s, the current DC roster was transported back to the war instead of just, yes, well, oh, they're in the war now. Not the main guys, but, like, the lads who, yeah, they were in the, all, like, Red B's in the team shot. <laughs> well, of course he's in the, like, Red B could kick the shit out of the entire Justice League if he like, wanted. Like, it's, it's not Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, Red B. I think it's it's Red B and a few other lads that were not great. Okay, well, presumably they'd be very good in the war. Oh, they would like, be. They would. He'd be almost unkillable to goods. Well, he'd be in the air with his jumpy machine the whole time. Yeah, and then, sure, how you're never going to be able to shoot a man if he has a bee. There's a bee flying towards you. Oh, no, jeez, and you shoot into the air, Red Bee punches you until you stop. That, like, here, not many people know, in a war, everyone gets a bee allergy. <laughs> everyone knows that. 
It's common sense. So, after the US entrance into World War II, the Raid V decided to enlist his services with the All-Star Squadron. He and was everyone called said, upon- no, please, don't. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't want to put you out. You know what? I think you should stick where you are. He's like, no, no, I insist. No, we insist. Yeah. <laughs> please. Um, he was called upon by Uncle Sam to join his group of freedom fighters in order to turn back an invasion on by the Axis forces led by a man we've already talked about, Baron von Blitzkrieg. <gasps> the Baron himself. The Baron himself, who appeared in the episode for, um, oh, the trucker. What's his yeah, name? Um, fucking US <laughs> Archer? Oh, US Archer, yes. So Baron Von... Oh, no, that was Baron Von Blimp. This is Baron Von's Blitzkrieg. <laughs> I can see where your mind went, though, because I was like, yeah, that's... But then I was like, oh, no, that's Marvel, surely. Two two men of the Barons. But I, I Baron Von Blitzkrieg is a different artist character. I do apologise for that, listeners. I mixed up my Barons. Um, but Baron Blitzkrieg, who... He was one of the leaders of the Nazis. He was a, he's a bad guy shot. Um, about as bad a guy as you can get he almost was exclusively yeah no almost exclusively they're pretty poor um, so they moved to stop Baron Blitzkrieg's invasion of Santa Barbara California and Red B he's so excited to be on this team he's now with all of his friends they're all coming together it's like a task force they're going undercover to stop Baron Von Blitzkrieg okay are we going to get some kind of Ocean's Eleven style uh, <laughs> team up if you will George Clooney, Brad Pitt, the man who can control bees, Matt Damon. And, and the bee in his belt is played by Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> oh, good. Um, during this mission, he secretly followed Baron, Blund- Baron Blitzkrieg back to his hideout, where Blitzkrieg threatened to capture the captured freedom fighters in order to get our man to give up the formula for Miraclo, which I don't know what that is. But Yeah, okay. This- the, the, the genesis of this whole thing is that our man gets captured and the rest of the Freedom Fighters get captured. And the only one who's left is the Red Bee. Oh, and so Bitskrieg brings all the Freedom Fighters back to his base. He's like, you're all under capture. Nobody can ever save you. You're done. And, <laughs> and they said, you're right. <laughs> you know what? They're like, who's left? Red Bee. Fuck. <laughs> Shit, if only it was our man, we would have a fucking chance. Um, but... Red B's the last one left. He's on the outside. He's on the outskirts. So he he sneaks up to the base. He's he's under cover. He's he's, he's breaking in. He, there's a whole situation where he slowly breaks in, takes out a few guards, karate chop here, karate chop there, release Michael, just to see the world, and put Michael <laughs> back in his pocket. Just keep him in there for years. Just keep him in <laughs> That bee is dead. There's yeah, no other way around. Long ago. Um, but he he breaks in. And then he makes his presence, he reveals his presence to Blitzkrieg and attacks to save the lives of his teammate, Sean. How brave of him. Does he die in the attempt? In the ensuing battle he was killed, yes. Yes. <laughs> Had a feeling. <laughs> but his did sacrifice... He, did he at any point say buzz off? Oh, I don't know, but I really hope he did. That, but I think once you use that, you have nothing left. Like, he has no other puns. That's true. You'd have to segue into, like, the Hun- police Honey lyrics. puns? Honey. That's pretty good. Mm. A sticky situation. Oh, you could make that gem. You're not very sweet, Baron Von Blitzkrieg. Um, he but was his setting sacrif- up for a drug bust, and he said, this is a sting. 
<laughs> and then he fist pumps. Yes! Fucking nailed it. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> but, but his sacrifice allowed the other freedom fighters to escape and defeat Blitzkrieg. So, ultimately, he made the biggest sacrifice of all and he had to sacrifice himself. Um, but he saved the freedom fighters and the only reason they're still alive to this day is because Mr. B, the Red B, said... I'll give up my life, lads. I'm the man who's able to lay down the law. I'm the one guy that's going to lay down and take this hit for everyone. And by doing that, he ended World War Two. He actually saved everyone, yes. Even oh. though that's an alternate dimension, never actually happened. And it's never addressed again? <laughs> never addressed again. Actually, oh. from everything I can find, in tr- he's died three different times in comic books because each comic book writer kept forgetting that he died in the previous incarnation and there was a few infinity crises in between so they would just keep oh. rewriting his death <laughs> so they're just like ah oh, fuck <laughs> well we better get it back to the status quo at least yeah no absolutely so his powers and abilities Sean Rick Raylett was a good athlete and a skilled hand to hand combatant he carried a stinger gun as well yes a regular and- gun <laughs> And kept a swarm of trained bees in the belt buckle of his costume. A swarm in a belt buckle. They would be furious. How big is the belt buckle? Oh, it's massive. It's fucking massive. It's bigger than him. It's like a backpack. (laughs) Um, That he released and used in battle. How he trained the bees and controlled them has never been revealed. A nice bit of secrecy to the character. The mysterious red bee. How does he control those bees? Um, But the bees were clearly unusual, for they could sting as often as they wanted without any harm to themselves. And the male bees had stingers. In real life, all bees die after one sting except the queen, would you believe? Very Um, very good fact. Very good bee fact. His favourite bee's name was Michael, and he lived in Raleigh's belt. He like... Lived. <laughs> Surely, if it was your favourite, but yeah, like it's not life, is it? Buy him an apartment. <laughs> Get, put him in a fucking flower bush or something. <laughs> the bee's not happy. <laughs> like, if you can control the bee, why would you have to trap him? That's not control. Ex- that's, exactly. not a, that's not a relationship. That's not a relationship at all. Mm. Like, surely if the bee was really wanting to do this, mm. the bee would come of its own accord. When yeah. when you called it, give it a phone. Maybe you need to just trust yourself, Rala. Maybe you need to trust that you have to let him free, but he'll come back. Like, he'll come back if you're nice enough. He's also taken away the bee's ability to die. <laughs> You'll never die, Michael. Even though no I can way out and for will. You. Also, Blitzkrieg killed him by um, doing the bane on Batman. He picked him up and broke him over his knee. <laughs> and that killed him? Yeah, I think so. Jesus, that's a brutal that's the, way to that's go. That's the major paddle, anyway. That's the major paddle that shows Blitzkrieg, and then his him just like bent over his knee. Well, that's the best backbreaking in DC Comics. I think we can all agree. Absolutely, Bane copied him. Bane was like, <laughs> "Fuck, it worked for the Red B. Maybe we'll work on Batman." No, I mean Batman and Red B, same power level. So same power level. Well, actually, Red B could, has a B. That's true, and Batman has no friends. Batman only has a Robin. What the fuck is a bird going to do? A fucking bee. What's a bird going to do? Appear on a Christmas card? No. What's a bee going to do? He's going to make some pollen. And he's fucking aggressive. He's stuck in a pocket. 
all day. He's full of rage. He's full of rage. Um, his ability, Sean, I have more abilities if you'd like. My favourite is one of his first abilities, law. <laughs> he just law. has law. He's just trained in law. He's trained in, he, he went to college for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And hand-to-hand combat. There is other abilities, right? Right. So, his equipment is the Altogator that was mentioned earlier on. Now, what's an Altogator, Sean? An Altogator is a steel box the size of a small desk on wheels what? with a spring-loaded piston inside. He, he wheels it into position on the sidewalk outside an office building. Right. He sets the spring for 400 feet. What? <laughs> And and is catapulted to the 20th floor of the building, where he manually catches a ledge and breaks in through a window. And then it says, nobody else had one of these. He's special. So that's a one-use thing. No, you use it all the time. No, I mean, if you fuck it up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're coming down 400 feet very quickly. You really want to have good aim. Like you really would, yeah. Oh, like well, he has. He's got the aim of a bee, I suppose. Yeah, and obviously known for their their hand eye coordination. Look, um, never challenge a bee to darts. That's all I'm saying. Never, <laughs> never. But um, it's, that's such a like cumbersome tool, <laughs> the size of a desk. Right, so there's imagine there's a skyscraper on fire, and he's like, there's a woman on the 20th floor screaming. It's the 40s. There's always a damsel in distress. She's like waving a little towel out the window. She's like, oh no, right? He looks up, and someone's like, we need a hero, and he's like, fuck, we do need a hero. And so he gets changed. He's like, yeah. I still can't fly. I can't get up there. I know. And then he has to go around and like a block away, pick up this big fucking desk. On wheels and wheel it to the fucking building. Hang on. Hang on. on. Let me set it for 399. No. At that point, he's just like, he's like turned it slightly. He's like, no, it's too far to the left. Because once you're in the air, you can't change direction. Like, so just slightly more to the right. Just, is that 170 degrees? I don't fucking know. You know know. what, lads? We're going to have to just go for it. Jumps up, just misses the building by like a hundred feet. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> but like, that's a that there, there's no he, he. Okay, how do I how do I explain this? Yes, Sean. Surely, that's not a superpower. That's just a big spring. Surely the whiplash, like he he doesn't have the superpower to survive G force. Mm. Sure, the How whiplash would kill him How immediately you know? because you listed his powers and there was two of them, yeah. one of which was law. Yeah, but it doesn't specifically he specifically say he doesn't have that power. So we have to assume he's able to survive all sorts of G four. Maybe he's a trade astronaut. We don't know. We don't know. He tragically died before <laughs> he could tell us <laughs> In the from 1940s. a back injury. <laughs> Ooh, ah, my back. Ah, um, yeah, he survives that G-force. It fucking springs up. The speed you'd be flying at would be <laughs> ridiculous. It'd be terrifying. And to just trust uh, that you'll catch yourself is unreal. 
Yeah, just to catch the side of the building, as as is normal. You just catapult 400 feet, G-force, wind buffeted into your face. You just hang on to the 20th floor of the building. Just, just grab doesn't on. take any muscles. Yeah, yeah, I'd love if he didn't have the upper body to like pull himself through the window. He was just hanging <laughs> yeah. there, and then he had yeah. to be saved. <laughs> Somebody get the spring! <laughs> Somebody spring Batman up here, I need hands! Yeah. <laughs> Um, transportation he briefly had a plane or an auto gyro parked on the roof of his apartment building but he sank it in the Columbia River so unlucky for him he also had a bright red motorcycle with a sidecar but he has no friends I'm only assuming for Michael in the sidecar and a bright (laughs) red roadster with an automatic driving device built in an automatic driving device you say yes like the Batmobile like the Batmobile Good. How is this guy not more famous than Batman? I can't figure it out. How has he not got a series of movies? <laughs> ben Affleck, I have your next gig. Oh, he'd never do it. He's worn a red suit already. <laughs> so, his weapons, he only has one weapon, Sean. The gun? Trained bees. Trained, Trained bees. fucking bees. Of course, the greatest weapon of all, even mightier than the sword. Or the pen. Like- I'm telling you, you go into any battle, if you have a fucking sword and the other guy pulls out fucking bees, that's game over. I don't care who you are. That's... Yeah, like... No, it needs to be, like, as they say, a swarm. If he pulls out one bee, I feel I could manage that in a situation. Even then, though. Like, one bee thing is just... Oh, fuck. Ow. You know what I mean? That's... Yeah. I don't... Once you don't have jam on your face as a villain, though, I think you'll be grand. He's trained, Sean. He's trained to kill Dick and Ice. That's all he goes for. Dick and Ice. Dick and Ice. Um, I have one final note, which is my favourite fact of the Red Bee. He appeared in 24 issues, Sean. In his brief career in hit comics, which was 24 issues, the yes. Red Bee was hit in the head hard enough to knock him unconscious a minimum of 15 times. Fucking hell. <laughs> that's, that's like you. Just, <laughs> just wear a helmet. Just I mean, helmet. after at least a sixth time, you'd be like, you know what? I might just fucking wear a helmet. Um, yeah, I might just stop, you know. <laughs> just, my brain is sore. Yeah, like my my brain has actually damaged the inside of my skull at this yeah. point. He he's been knocked out at least a minimum of fifteen times, so that's not a maximum. It's a minimum of fifteen in twenty four issues. So every issue, I'm assuming he just gets knocked out at least once by being hit in the head. That's craziness. <laughs> and presumably there were some two parters in there. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's the Red B shot. I think maybe the greatest hero of all time. I mean, certainly better than anything we've ever seen from DC. <laughs> that goes without saying. I didn't even have feel like I had to say that. I know, was that, already that's in there. The, that's just the opinion we hold on this podcast. Mm, absolutely. Um, so, Sean, the Red B, good or bad? Uh, I think not the hero we... How does it go? <laughs> The hero we... He's not the hero we need. He's the one we deserve. <laughs> or deserve. <laughs> yeah, or deserve. We don't... He's too good for us. He's just... He's too good. That beautiful boy. He went to stop Nazis even though his only power was bees. And that's you have to the, believe in that. 
And that's the problem with the youth of today. They don't have yeah. bees. We need more bees. We actually less, do. Less, less lattes. Okay. <laughs> less lattes and your avocado toast. More trained bees. It, it, it's, you've never trained bees in your life, have you, you no. millennial? You'll fucking never get a job. And I kind of ask you, grow up, get a job. <laughs> grow up and get a bee. Grow up and get a bee and then a job. Maybe in that order. Um, Preferably, yes. If you walk into any job interview with a bee on your shoulder, I'd give you the job. Or be straight... Like, it might be seen as a bit of uh, threatening, but at the same time, I think you'll get the job. That's just for you. How's that threatening? The bee's not doing anything. That yeah, bee, that's bee racist. He, he keeps looking at my dick and eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he can't control himself, all right? <laughs> He's been trained. It's not my fault. He's a pervert. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's not here to kill you. He's just a pervert. It's yeah, different. a perverted bee. I just have a pervert bee. I'm not a pervert. My bee is. <laughs> um, I also no, trained him. I also tra- <laughs> yeah, he also got his personality from me. I'm also staring at your dick and eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sean, do you want to take us out? Yes, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. I'll set my bees on you. Just tone it down. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero here on the Fire Podcast. Oh, God, okay. We will be back on Monday (laughs) with an episode of Movie Mondays. Be there or be square. Oh, excellent. Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday and next Friday Be there or be not With another next Friday then I'll be doing Hero or Zero and it'll be Be Free. Since ninety (laughs) three. Yeah? Yeah. Um, big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon patreon.com slash podcast there's a link in the description to that if you want to support us over there everyone who already does thank you so so much uh, we hope you all enjoyed the Phantom Menace um, review commentary thing that we did mm-hmm. on our Lazarus Pit episode so that's for $5 patrons and above and it's a real good time check it out if you're interested um, we're on all the social medias and we, you can email us at heretryer underscore outlook.com. But the best way you can ever support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just uh, the one? Just the one. Or you can leave us a like and a review on iTunes to help the rankings like us more. Yes? Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Glad. We'll all do that and we'll meet back here on Monday. Perfect. <laughs> I think you nailed it. Um, Thanks, so I did my best. I'm Connor Lawler. I'm Sean Min. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. 
Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.